Welcome to Your Company Health Podcast, where we highlight the success stories of entrepreneurs and business professionals. With your hosts, Andre Wright, CEO and founder of The Wright Consult, and Anne-Marie Gillio, CEO and founder of Core Matters. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Your Company Health Podcast, the podcast where we highlight the success stories of business owners and professionals. I'm your host, Andre Wright, the owner of The Wright Consult Digital. Today we have Mr. Jonathan Sparks, founder of Sparks Law. Jonathan, how are you, my friend? I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show. This is exciting. Woo-hoo! Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to, to get into it too and for having you here today. So, so Jonathan, uh, no time is limited, but I want you to tell, us, uh, tell our audience a little bit about your, your background and how you, you started in the legal space. Oh, man. I started out, I was a musician and, uh, you know, I was like doing shows for for people. I was a hired guitarist gun at the uh, studios and stuff. And I did studio work and a bunch of my friends were getting record contracts and they uh, didn't know what on earth it meant because it was like a legal contract and wasn't, you know, didn't have anything to do with music theory. <laughs> so, uh, so they asked me about it and I, I uh, because of my training in Los Angeles, I had kind of a knack for it and I knew what a lot of the provisions were and I just kind of geeked out on it. And then I figured out that I was pretty good at writing contracts and negotiating contracts and like, you know, calling BS on people. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, found I had a knack for it. So um, I went to law school in DC and uh, specialized in uh, contracts and business law specifically. And um, I I worked for a, a little over a year at a, prestigious uh big firm uh, one of the top ones is called king and spaulding uh, but we were only representing like fortune 500 companies you know and it was a very different thing than me getting to represent you know individuals who own like you know a five million dollar company or a 10 million company or or even a, a pure startup um so that's kind of the the backstory <laughs> well uh, that's an interesting story so you know I'm going to ask. So what type of music? Oh, uh, I didn't know you were going to ask. I love uh, I love blues and jazz and like grunge rock. That's just the soft spot in my heart for, for grunge rock, and they're always will be, I believe. Uh, I think that was one of the best times. But I uh, I my band Poiesis P O E S I S had um we had a stand up female bassist and a female kind of sultry jazzy vocalist. And I played uh, indie rock guitar and jazz guitar, and then we had a drummer. It was pretty cool. <laughs> you can still check it out. I think it's on uh, iTunes. Yeah, I'll, I'll surely check it out. So, do you still still play with the band? Do you still? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a you know my uh, house has a lot of guitars, and you know, and I've got. A, I mean, we we did a lot less when uh, COVID hit. We were supposed to do a, a concert for. Um, March 17th, 2020 for uh, St. Patty's Day. Um, but that was like two days after the pandemic broke out. So we weren't able to do that. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, man, that's, it's always good to, you know, uh, to, to be good at, at something like that on the side. I mean, I always wanted to like play the piano and, and do something in music. So, yeah. man, that's, that's a good stuff that you can, you can, you can manage your, your, your main, a business as a lawyer, and then then you you know you do that on the on the side. I want us to 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 go back to to Sparks Law Firm. So I want you to tell our audience about about the services. What type of law specifically do you practice? 
so we focus on businesses primarily. Um, so that includes customer contracts, um, organizational stuff like uh, partnership agreements, buy-sell agreements, things like that. Uh, uh, employment law stuff, so employment contracts. If you have like key employees that you need to restrict to, you know, on non-competes or something like that. Uh, we help a lot out with trademarks. Mm -hmm. So if you have a brand that you've put a bunch of um, money into marketing and creating goodwill for that brand, we can help you to protect that brand legally so that no one else can you. Uh, and if you ever sell your company, um, you know, you need to own own that trademark so that you can actually sell the rights to it to, to somebody else. Oh, that's 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 great. That's great. You know, so there are a lot of business lawyers out there. What separates you from from the competi competition? I don't know. We're pretty hip. You know, we let our hair down. <laughs> uh, I, I think we uh, we have a creative approach and, and we're not stuffy, you know, which which uh, sounds like a small thing. And it is. But I think it makes a, a world of difference. Most business lawyers are just boring and dry and they're worried about risk, you know, so they they will just pummel you for your great genius, brilliant idea with, you know, I don't know, I don't know, Steve, I just seems really risky, you know, but um, we have creative ideas that, you know, spark the entrepreneurial fire, so to speak, and, uh, and gets people to, um, you know, structure their company in a safe, you know, legal way. Um, if you have a new idea, uh, typically that means it's by default it's going to need a new type of you know legal structure probably. Otherwise, you would just repeat what everyone else has done. So, so we we love entrepreneurs and we're creative and uh, easy to talk to. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. So, uh, Jonathan, I know uh, I know you 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 have a new book on Amazon, Business Success Secrets. Talk, yeah. talk to our audience about that. Yeah, you know, I got with um, with a bunch of other entrepreneurs. Uh, we we set the, the 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 floor limit at a, a, a rolling seven figure at a million dollar um, you know revenue number with a twenty percent profit margin. So you gotta you gotta know something about business to um to be on our team. Um, most of us have uh, you know. Uh, interviews and stuff that we did for like Forbes and success magazine and other things really just what we were writing for was to give people advice. You know, there's so much that I wish I knew and I wish somebody could have told me when I first started because it would have saved me years of, uh, you know, pain and struggle and, and uh, difficulty. And I would have been so much more successful, so much faster had I not gotten in my own way and made all of these mistakes. So that's what the book is there for. It's just a kind of a, a quick and easy handbook to just, you know, get you out of your own way. <laughs> Definitely. And, and uh, surely, uh, you know, uh, check it out. And our audience could go, you could find it on Amazon and, uh, and, and sure if they go on your, your website, they could, they could, there's a channel there too. To, uh, yeah. We're a, uh, it's an Amazon bestseller, I think in eight categories and, um, certainly business and all things business mentorship. So yeah, check it out. It's just awesome. 99 cents. It's not, you know, we're not in it for the money. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know that, it, that it, it's worth it. It's, it's worth more than that, but you know, uh, but Jonathan, uh, during this, you know, uncertainty in our, in, uncertainty in our country uh, with regards to the pandemic, 
Right. So how, how has the pandemic impact uh, this pandemic impact the uh, the employee loans? Um, it's had a, a, a large effect on employment laws. Um, really, uh, we were saying this is back in like May last year, I think, in 2020. Um, but it was obvious that there had been more changes for a more changes to the laws for business owners to comply with than there had been in the prior 10 years. <laughs> wow. So MLA was sort of thrown on top of its head. Um, we had a lot of changes with all the PPP loans and everything. Uh, gig workers were different, whether or not what you could do with your commercial lease or not had changed. If you were allowed to, you know, not pay rent or if you were allowed to get evicted or, or, you know, what those terms were. Manufacturing was totally different. Just everything had changed. To, to your question, I mean, with employment laws, the, the main one is that you, as a business owner, you, you have to give people special treatment if they have anything associated with COVID. So if, if they themselves, the employee themselves, or if one of their uh, loved ones that you know lives with them, such as a, a child or a spouse, has it, then you have to give them a minimum of 10 weeks, uh, basically paid leave. Um, I think it's two thirds, it's a little different in different industries, but it's two thirds typically of their normal pay rate. So they can, they, they can take the time off immediately. You're not allowed to fire them. Um, honestly, if you're considering firing anybody, uh, you know, feel free to give us a call because there's so many changes in the law now. It's kind of a minefield that you have to walk through. Um, but even if you were considering firing them before that, and then they claim to have COVID, even if it's a lie, there's a lot that you need to be very cautious about because um, the deck is sort of stacked against the employer in, in a lot of ways. So just got to wow. be cautious. Wow, wow. So, so basically, you're saying you're saying the laws are stuck against the employees. So it's more favorable to to employees. But I want you, you know, want to tell our audience what if you could say some key, some things that employees should know about uh, immediately uh, uh, because of these changes. What 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 are what are they? That employees should employees, know. Employees, yes. Yeah. Um, well, it's different in every state. Okay, so. Um, Different states are more or less favorable to employees and employers. Uh, Georgia, where, where we're headquartered, is typically more employer-friendly. Um, but these are federal laws that um, sort of overstep the state's laws. Okay, so it's sort of on top of it. So this, the state minimum wage for Georgia, I believe, is still something like $1.15 an hour. But of course, the federal minimum wage is you know seven forty five or seven fifteen an hour, and right. they're they're trying to up it now. Yeah. So it, it it's it's the supremacy clause, right? So the federal law overtakes the state one, okay? And you just kind of have the lowest common denominator. Um. So employee rights after COVID, uh, that's the biggest one, the Family First Response Act, where you can you can take 10 weeks off, which is really a long time. I mean, if you're, um, if you're, if you have COVID, you know, most people have it for two, three weeks, maybe. And then they'll, you know, typically recover 
within a week or two after that. So you're looking at like five, uh, but you actually get 10 weeks off, which is um, a nice, it's kind of the length of a, a teacher vacation, you know, for a summer vacation as it used to be. Um, but yeah, if your employer tries to not allow you to do that or not pay you, or if you said anything about being sick uh, with COVID and then they sort of in a reactionary way fire you or, or um, you know, say, well, we're not going to pay you uh, the same rate or something or we're going to cancel your bonus, anything like that, um, you know, that's a red flag and uh, you probably have a, a claim of right, a lawsuit that you could, you could sue them for. So feel free to give us a holler if you want to talk through that with a with an attorney fantastic yeah uh so some good things to know uh if you're listening out there and uh you being discriminated against definitely reach out to to jonathan and his team and he can definitely uh help you guys uh, how about severance is this mandatory for laid off employees at this time um well no technically it's not mandatory in in most states i, I think some states might require it, but uh, certainly not most states in the Southeast area. Um, but that's, that isn't to say that it doesn't happen very often. So um, like I said earlier, the federal laws are very employer, uh, or I'm sorry, employee friendly. So um, just bringing accusations could scare a employer into having to basically uh, you know, get, get a settlement agreement somehow with you, which is typically what's included on a severance. So if you, if you're going to pay somebody, um, extra for a severance, for example, there's typically a waiver in there, uh, for other claims of action, other lawsuits that they could bring. So it, it, you're basically saying, here's, you know, $3,000, and I'm going to take that $3,000 and trade for me forfeiting any right to like sue for, you know, uh, discriminatory practices or uh, violations of the Family First Response Act, like we were talking about. Um, so that severance agreement is really more of a settlement agreement um, when, when you sign it. I would say um, if you don't plan on signing it or you want to have an attorney review it before you sign it, don't cash the check. Don't cash the severance pay uh, check until you've had it reviewed, if that makes sense. Because otherwise, the employer has an argument that you've accepted um, by by taking that money. Right, right. Yeah, very, very important point right there. And and Jonathan, I know you you've been mentioning that uh, it's really the 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 the, uh, the changes in laws they're really uh, uh, employee friendly. So uh, say, because there's a lot of, you know, fear out there. Say, you know, I'm scared to go into work and uh, can I refuse to go to work in a pandemic and still uh, my job's still intact? Can they, can I be fired for not going to work because I'm fearful? Uh, fearful of, of getting sick. That's kind of a gray area. Um, and it's changed from, um, you know, where it was, where we were, you know, like, you know, 10 or 12 months ago in, in 2020, um, I'd say generally uh, the employer can likely require you to, to you know, perform the tasks. Um, 
if you don't want to come in and you're willing to accept, you know, not making money during that time, like not getting paid anything. Um, if I were advising the employer, I would tell them to definitely allow you to do that uh, because you just, you don't feel safe, you know, and uh, there's not really a loss to the employer to sort of keep you on the team, but not, not pay you while you're taking that time off. Um, if you want paid leave for the fear of uh, contracting COVID, I completely understand. <laughs> um, and uh, I would be in the same situation and probably uh, doing the same thing if I were you. But um, unfortunately, I think the, the employer would probably be able to, to let you go for non, non-performance. Okay, okay. So obviously uh, with COVID, you know, it, it's, so, it, it's so complex. So Jonathan, I want you to tell our audience what are what are the series of steps they should take before they make any say drastic decision of not going to work or or you know walking off the job? Honestly, reach out to a, a lawyer that that handles this type of stuff because every situation is really going to be different. You know, it, are are you uncomfortable because of some sexual harassment going on, some discrimination going on? Are you uncomfortable because you know someone? at the office, you know, contracted COVID or, or, uh, you know, their spouse contracted COVID. Um, are you uncomfortable because of, you know, like the, the, the situation, like, do they put you in a, in a barn or like in a basement in a, you know, a windowless room? Like what's the reason? And, and the reason for that is, is that it's, it's going to change drastically the, this attorney uh, that you talk to would give. Um, Typically, I would say uh, it's best to, if, it, if there is some kind of discriminatory practices, I would put it in writing and, you know, screenshot that email, um, you know, that you send to a superior or the HR department if you have one. Um, HR as well, if you, if you believe that there's a, a COVID outbreak in the office or something, um, because that, that their response, their reaction to that email is going to say a lot. It's going to, you know, it's going to depend on the strength of your case is going to depend on their reaction. Um, But I I would not suggest, you know, walking off right away because that, um, that can sort of give, give the employer more, uh, more strength of a, of a defense. So it's totally confidential to talk to a lawyer. It's easy. Um, most lawyers will, you know, talk to you for free or, you know, a hundred bucks or something. Um, and it's well worth it. I mean, if you're, if you're looking at a $30,000 case or a, at least a, a $5,000 case, it's well worth it for you to just have that conversation and see what that, um, that lawyer's advice is for that particular situation. And, and Jonathan, that's, that's great advice. And, uh, and if, if I'm hearing you cor- correctly, uh, if you're uncertain of, of, of how to approach things in this environment, in the organization, reach out to a lawyer first. That should be your, your first step. Reach out to a lawyer and, and get their, uh, their, their advice on how, how to, uh, to proceed. And Jonathan, I know we have been talking uh, you know, about you know, uh, you know, employees and the, the, you know, the different laws, but I want to circle back to Spark's uh, law firm, your business. How has COVID impacted your business and also 
uh, your client base? Uh, I'd say it's affected it's affected our business and our clients a great deal. Um, there's been some pretty severe swings. You know, there's been low downs and there's been high ups. You know, um, I think around April we we noticed a, a a pretty major downtick in our our business that we were um, doing for people because a lot of business owners were just totally uncertain. You know. Should I hire this new person? Should I spend money on marketing like I normally do? Should I shut down my business? You know, I mean, restaurants took a big hit. Fitness uh, gyms took a big hit. Obviously, um, you know, everybody was uncertain. So uh, it started picking back up, and and then we we did we were doing better, um, and we still are um, now because I think everybody's gearing up for this surge. You know. Once vaccinations are, you know, widespread enough, uh, I think there's going to be so much pent up demand that everyone's going to go out and <laughs> and do as much in commerce, you know, um, as possible because we all just, I mean, I miss music concerts. My God, I miss them so much. And I miss going to a, a bar and you know restaurants and and just hanging out with people and not worrying about you know are they wearing masks do i have the hand sanitizer you know like uh everything like that so um i think that businesses now for the major surge and i think they i think that's the correct call and uh biden just recently said that um you know that with the johnson and johnson vaccine they're likely to have enough doses by by may which is much sooner than uh, they were anticipating earlier. So that's like a six or seven month. Yeah. So, um, you know, it could come as early as, you know, June, July, where we can be largely back to normal, you know, now that we've all adjusted to the new normal. <laughs> now we get to the old normal. Well, well, uh, of course, you know, we are, you know, we, we all can't wait to go back to, uh, you know, things as before. But, but, you know, as we have been discussing, maybe, you know, we'll change us forever, you know? Oh, yeah. Some things will come back, you know? But, I mean, even, like, you know, you know people going in, into the office, really can save on leasing these, these offices. So, you know, there are a lot of different things are, that, that we may not, may not go back to, you know, uh, you know what they were. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think it's, I think it's wonderful. Um, I never enjoyed, I mean, I live in Atlanta area and traffic used to be, you know, just utterly absurd. I mean, you would, you would sit in traffic for, you know, an hour and a half easily if you were caught at the wrong time on the wrong street. And if you make a wrong turn, then it's an extra 45 minutes just to like make up for it, you know? So I, I specifically bought a house that was, you know, removed from most of the traffic. And I'm, you know, thank God for the pandemic broke out. But um, but I think it, it makes sense. You know, people obviously can work from home. They can be very productive. Business owners have figured out how to keep people accountable to, you know, the, the work product that they need from employees. But, you know, there is no need for, you know, a guy like me to like go down to downtown and, you know, sit in some highfalutin marble encased legal office when I can just do it, you know, in my home office and, and probably write a better contract at the end of the day anyway. And I'm certainly happier and I get more time with my family, you know? So yeah, I, I love that we figured this out and there's no longer that stigma 
with working from home. Exactly, exactly. I'm with you. Uh, this pan pandemic comes with advantages and the and the, the disadvantages. Uh, no. You're right. It's so easy to drive down that 400 to go down to to Atlanta now than before. So in, in in that sense, you know, it's a it's a it's a positive. Uh, yeah. But Jonathan uh, has been a great uh, conversation. We are winding down, but I want to tell our our, our audience uh, if you can sit, tell us one thing that. Uh, you need to work more on what that would be. I may be putting you on the spot, but. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fun. Wow. Okay. Uh, you weren't kidding. I need to work on helping my business to be able to operate without me. Um, it operates very well, but God forbid something were to happen to me, you know, or, or I want to take like a meaningful you know, vacation. Like I, I, I can't, I basically can't go to Europe right now because that would require in my mind, at least two weeks away from the business. Right. And, you know, I don't think my business could, could handle that just yet. It'll get there, but I need to, I need, I struggle with uh, making the business fully independent of me. I think there's some kind of self-identification with like working hard uh, and I probably need to let go of, and I need to come up with solutions for and sort of replacements and backup um, people and processes and procedures for you know so that I can be gone some of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a great answer. And for me as a business owner, I I struggle at time with the same thing. You uh, know, uh, sometimes you just want to do everything. You want you you know you want to you know, work the long hours and you want to have the, your fingerprint on every single thing. So, but I know, just like what you said, eventually, uh, you know, the business should be able to, you know, take care of itself without you. That's when you know that it, it has evolved. So, yeah. uh, so uh, great, yeah. great, great yeah. answer on that. And, and Jonathan, before we go, I want to tell our audience, uh, you know, how can they reach you? Um, easiest way is our, uh, our good old telephone, you know, uh, this guy right here, <laughs> uh, 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 470-268-5234, or you're welcome to email me directly at jsparks, S-P-A-R-K-S, at sparkslawpractice.com. Fantastic, sir. Hey, Jonathan, buddy, uh, it was a pleasure. I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. Yeah. And uh, thank you for taking your time of the day uh, today to chat with me. And uh, let's, let's keep in touch. Okay, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right. Uh, have a nice day. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Please visit our website at yourcompanyhelp.com. Also, you can listen to us on your favorite podcast platforms. Follow us on social media at Your Company Health. And lastly, subscribe to our YouTube channel for new episodes and highlights. Until next time, stay safe.